Hi y'all, John Alcorn, that one dude 2020, really the CEO and founder of the God Over Money Sports Network. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can hear it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. knows his stuff uh you know he's not afraid to go at people and no player should have that much control over an organization well last time i checked this is not the los angeles lebron how did you get blocked by lebron james on twitter talking about you know wanting to inspire and, and like i'm inspired right now i want to run through a brick wall for you right now i cutthroat it's very you know, up and down roller coaster of emotion. God put me in a position. It's always a good time when I get to get on that dude 2020 show. Welcome back, folks, to another episode of That One Dude 2020 on the God Over Money Sports Network. This is Monday morning's episode pre-recorded in advance because I will already be in at work. It should be uploaded by Monday morning at 9 a.m. Pending any other issues with YouTube or and or social media platforms. But ladies and gentlemen, Let's go into today's prayer break. Before we do what this network is about, it's about bringing God to God's word. Each Bible verse that is picked out is related to the first topic. I take that very seriously. I don't take that very lighthearted. But without further ado, and awaited, let's go into today's prayer break. Lord, we all make mistakes. We all screw up. Oh, Lord, I know that no matter what happens, no matter how many times people, some people screw me over, some people hurt other people. And they have the ability, the other people the ability, the opportunities to forgive. Just holding on to that anger, holding on to that resentment, 
does nothing. Thank you, Lord, for this opportunity for this episode, this pre-recorded episode. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, Bible verse of the day is Colossians chapter 3, verses 13 through 14. Bear with each other. This is the this is the part that I'm working on with other people and in general. This be brutally honest. Bear with each other and forgive and forgive one another if any of you has grievance against someone. Forgive ooh, so good. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these see me, over all virtues put on love which binds them all together in perfect unity. Sometimes, in some situations, this is much easier said than done. But from experience, when we hold on to anger, when we hold on to resentment towards other ways, someone, a company, whatever, Whoever it is, that gives the devil the devil ammo, that gives the devil an opportunity. And as Christians, we don't want that because we know Satan is full of lies. He loves to run his big, fat, ugly, stupid mouth. Having the ability to forgive, just as he forgave us so many times after all our mistakes, it gives the ability to have joy, to have true peace. Jesus and God's story. Back in January 2020, I had a dream job lined up. Now, I wasn't going full-time in the sports industry. I wasn't in the sports industry just yet. I had a dream job, dream daycare job. But you know what? This was an opportunity for me and my faith. We were about to start training. And within a couple of days after, or before we started training, the job offer, the dream job, all of that, that opportunity was gone. I felt so angry. I felt resentment. But then after that, not having a job for months. And yes, it was frustrating. Yes, it was annoying. How could they do that? How could they do me dirty? How could they screw me over? This is a humbling lesson I'm still learning. A lot of Christians need to learn. God was there for me. It gave me an opportunity to forgive. Because when God gave me that opportunity to forgive, it gave me true, true peace. And when we hold on to that anger, to that resentment, that blocks or withholds the blessings of God that he has planned for your career, for your life, for your marriage, for your whole entire life. God is not a genie. He's not just going to answer your prayer and when you still hold on to anger or resentment. But we don't release the anger or resentment on our own strength. That is through God's strength. 
and having an opportunity to have a relationship with him. But without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's get today's NFL football topics. Like I said, the Bible verse is related to the first topic we talk about in the NFL. What happened to Todd Gurley? Tenth overall pick in 2015 by the St. Louis Rams, now Los Angeles Rams. NFL Offensive Player of the Year in 2017. NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year in 2015. Two-time first-team All-Pro in 2017 and in 2018. In, 20, in the 2017 and then the 2018 season, Todd Gurley had 30 touchdowns in those two seasons. 30 touchdowns as a running back. That is something phenomenal. Two-time NFL leading rusher that year, those two seasons in 2017 and in 2018. And the list keeps going on. As a fan, meeting members, as Todd Gurley keeps this going, there's no shadow of a doubt he's headed to the Hall of Fame. 30 touchdowns in total, two seasons in 2017 at the top of his position. The bread and butter of the Los Angeles Rams, of the, of the Super Bowl appearing 2018-2019 Los Angeles Rams. When Todd Gurley. Couldn't get it going at the running back position. Jared Goff couldn't get it going. Jared Goff could not put the team on his back. If it wasn't for Todd Gurley being drafted by the Rams, I'm not true, genuinely sure if the Los Angeles Rams with Jared Goff or if they even got Jared Goff if they drafted Todd Gurley. I'm not sure if the Los Angeles Rams would have made that Super Bowl in 2019. They could have changed who their franchise quarterback is. It could have changed a ton or a lot of the free agency moves they made in 2018. All this changed, but coming back to what Todd Gurley did with the Los Angeles Rams, it was something. Second team All-Pro in 2015. Second team All-Pro in his rookie year with being NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year. <sighs> Something early on, he's already establishing his legacy in the NFL as a player on and off the field. Great man on and off the field. Never talked to him, but it would be the honor and the pleasure to have him here on the show. But early on, he's already establishing how great of a running back he can be and will be when his potential is at the time. The scary thing is at the time, he hadn't even reached his potential yet as a running back. With the time being Adrian Peterson getting older, maybe not in necessarily in the top of his game with top running backs at the time. In 2015, you had David Johnson being like, he lit it up. Fantasy football owners loved David Johnson. David Johnson. Derrick Henry wasn't drafted in 2016. You know, 2016, and for a couple of years, it took Derek Henry a while to develop as the top running back in the league. You know, for a while, they had DeMarco Murray, and a little bit split the carries with Deion Lewis, former running back from the New England Patriots. Todd Gurley was special in L.A. 
but like some unfortunate stories, injuries, just like with RG3, who we'll talk about here in the next couple of moments. On that one, dude, 2020, on the God Over Money Sports Network. Before we continue, folks, if anybody, it doesn't matter how embarrassing it is, no prayer request is stupid. But if anybody has a prayer request, you can text 281, text or call 281-675-5081. Or you can text or call 254-356-6678 or email godovermoneysportsnetwork at gmail.com. Member of the team will be here to answer your text or your calls. None of them are embarrassing. None of them will be shared with anybody else. If one specific person on this network answers your call, answers your email, or your text, it's only shared with that person. It's not going to be shared with all the random fans of the God Over Money Sports Network. We take that very, very seriously here. But coming back to more NFL talk here, continuously to talk about talk really. That, that knee injury, that's why they signed Chris Anderson in 2018, 2019. Fortunately, he headed towards that Super Bowl. Todd Gurley didn't like the same. Todd Gurley didn't like it the same. Todd Gurley go to 2019, had a decent year over 100 yards, goes into free agency in 2020. Signs of the Atlanta Falcons is supposed to be their future running back for the next couple of years, even though, like I've talked about before here on the show, that Atlanta is having an identity crisis, rebuild our playoff contention. Is Matt Ryan the guy long-term moving forward? Who knows? After a disappointing 2020 season for Todd Gurley, he's a free agent. So, folks, how does this happen? Based on what he did in 2015, 2016, 2017, 2018, that knee injury. I believe it was the knee-to-leg injury. It was knee injury. Arthritis, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong here, folks, in the comment section when this video was uploaded. That type of injury. It's bigger than football. A lot of injuries are, specifically what this injury right here. If not head-to-head or shoulder-to-shoulder contact. That type of injury affects him beyond football. Not just in the next two, three, four, but the next five, 10, 15, 40, 50 plus years. That's something to see for the rest of his life. Yes, I will believe for his healing in Jesus' name. But the thing is, that type of injury, you don't just come back the next year and be 100%. And like nothing happened. You can't be hit as hard or as dominant, as physically dominant as you were in 2015 or 2016 or 2017 or 2018 or when they went to the Super Bowl in 2019 with Chris Anderson as a running back who's retired. Tom Gurley was never going to be the same. Tom Gurley was never going to be that same running back that we saw in 2015, 2016, 2017, and or 2018. So now, right before training camp 2021, Todd Gurley has not been signed by a team. I wonder why. Yes, he's only 26 years old. You want to know why, folks? That injury. It's beyond that last time in football. Our running backs' prime years are three to four plus, three to four years, maybe five at best. And with him being at 26 at the running back position, 
that and with that knee injury, that's not necessarily getting him in terms of having success and getting a free agency contract with an NFL team. A running back at 26 with that injury or without the injury, a running back at 26. It's like a tight end at 32, 33, like a defensive end in his mid-30s, or a quarterback and a few years older than what Russell Wilson is currently. So now they're saying, their stories saying that, oh, Todd Gurley should go back to the Los Angeles Rams. I get it. I get they need a running back. But Todd Gurley is not 100%. Todd Gurley is not the same Todd Gurley from 2015 or 2016 or 2017. That injury is long-term. That injury is not like you pop in the knee, you put your leg out for a couple of days, and it's good to go. So if somehow the Rams actually do re-sign Todd, free agent Todd running back, Todd Gurley, what do you think is magically going to happen? He's going to be MVP-like for him? No. Because the Rams have Matthew Stafford now. You have Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. Is somehow the office going to change back into when Jared Goff was there with Todd Gurley, where if Todd Gurley can't get it done, the team necessarily can't do a whole lot, or the quarterback's numbers are affected in touchdown to interception ratio. I get you want to reunite Todd Gurley with the Rams. I get it because the K-Makers is up for the year due to a torn ACL. I 100% understand. But think about it. With this team having a terrible cap situation and they're being under pressure, you're like, well, John, they decided to do a, a very cheap deal. What happens if it works out and he lights it up? The Rams aren't going to be able to sign him in 2022 or beyond. No depends. That's the Buzz Lightyear pop. Like at the Falcons, they signed to a one-year deal. And if it worked out, they wouldn't be able to pay him because they had to reconstruct your Matt Ryan's contract. Like forty something to the mid twenties, just so they can keep him as his as their franchise number one franchise quarterback for twenty twenty one, and potentially next year too, twenty twenty two or twenty twenty three. Who knows? Twenty twenty four. Who knows what's gonna happen? So if that's the case with the Falcons, why is it gonna change with the Rams in terms of their cap situation? Not where both teams are are the same. I love Tark Early, great guy, great running back. I just don't think you're going to see that same type of production anymore. That's the thing in the NFL. The average lifespan for careers, three to four years, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong on that, that mathematician here. That's the thing we talk about in sports, but especially in the NFL. It's not guaranteed, it's a contact sport. You never know, one play could change your career for the best. Or for the worst. And that's one of the many daunting things. That is if you decide to play pro professional football. But despite all that, folks, I wish Todd Gurley the best. I hope he succeeds. I hope he kicks butt. And I hope he signs with a team and lights it up. I'm not here to say he's this or that. I hope he succeeds with the team. I, you know what? Denver, sign him. Sign him to a one-year deal with Evan Gordon. I... Would like that very much. But regardless of wherever Todd really goes, I wish him the best and I wish him success. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, this is a topic 
I wasn't even thinking about discussing for Monday's show. But I go check in my phone just, just real quick to see if there's some extra topics or anything to discuss. And there's a report. An NFL from NFL rumors on Twitter. Aaron Rodgers will reportedly retire. Per source from NBS Sports next week. Give me just one second. I don't know how to absorb this crazy, crazy news. This explains Aaron Rodgers' crazy offseason playing golf with his friends a lot, which isn't crazy. But right before NFL training camp, what do you think? Excuse me. What do you think that means? He's taking his time on making that decision. Excuse me, internet technical issues here. With Aaron Rodgers refusing that contract extension. Of course, it's not about money. And anybody else that says otherwise is crazy. Aaron Rodgers still has two to three years left on his contract. And on top of that, the Green Bay Packers organization offers him a new contract saying that's four to five plus years at that quarterback's age. And he's still playing an MVP caliber, not like MVP caliber level. And he says, no. I don't blame Aaron Rodgers for any of the frustrations in the organization. With Aaron Rodgers potentially retiring next week from the NFL. You don't miss that AAA run. Aaron Rodgers, I want you in Denver. I would hope to believe John Elway wants you in Denver. John Elway. You had what job? To have the draft Justin Fields or do your best to get Aaron Rodgers. And it seems like at this point, John Elway doesn't care. John Elway clearly doesn't know how to evaluate talent at the quarterback position. I love Teddy. I'm a supporter of Teddy Bridgewater in the NFL. But he's not our three to four the five-year starter, because if he was, why would you trade a six-round pick? You don't trade a six-round pick for a guy that is going to work out for like three to four or five-plus years. Drew Locke is not our guy. I don't know why certain people, certain NFL fans, are defending Drew Locke. So we don't have a starting long-term answer or a quarterback that can get us to the playoffs. I don't believe Teddy Bridgewater can get us to the playoffs. I don't believe Aaron – or sorry, I don't believe Teddy Bridgewater – or Drew Locke to get us to the playoffs. So what would be the solution? <gasps> Try to get Aaron Rodgers. But what does John Elway do? Now he does the exact opposite. Like, <laughs> I'm John Elway. My final quick rant here. John Elway needs to be arrested for fraud. Or somebody's pretending to be John Elway in the organization. 
Or there's a variant of John Elway in the Denver Broncos organization. Because some of the decisions he's making, going back to the draft with the ninth overall pick, eighth or ninth overall pick, not drafting Justin Fields, not even trying to get Aaron Rodgers, makes me wonder, makes me think, what's going on in John Elway's football head? Let me know what y'all think in the comment section below. Will Aaron Rodgers retire in the NFL? And would Aaron Rodgers come to the Denver Broncos? Again, ladies and gentlemen, we have our final topic for tonight or this morning. It's just pre-recorded in advance. It's going to come out Monday morning, 9 a.m. Because I will be at work. But our final topic for tonight's show before we go to this morning's or tonight's final thoughts. RG3. Man, oh, man, oh, man, 2012 was something special for Washington. Rookie of the year. But it was 20 touchdowns, five picks, over 35, over 3,400 yards passing. Six, but it was 7 to 800 yards rushing. Over 4,000 yards plus total of total offense. Marjorie 3. In his rookie year. Rookie of the year. Won the Heisman Trophy in 2011. Won the NFC East. His rookie year. So all things pointed up for Washington. Santana Moss, Pierre Garçon, rookie Alfred Morris. You had key pieces on the defense side of the ball. Great young offensive tackle in Trent Williams. 10 and 6. All things pointed up. All things look great for Washington. But then the division around. But then the playoff game against Seattle and the Legion of Boom. Seattle was up. Washington was down. The Washington football team was coming back. One play, Archer 3 gets demolished by one of the members of the Legion of Boom. Destroys his leg, destroys his knee. Limps off the field. I don't know what was said by the team doctors. By Shanahan and then RG3. Puts in bandages and he leaped back on the field. Just seeing that highlight, my freshman year in high school is when that happened. It's been almost nine years now. Eight years, sorry. I can't imagine or wonder what was going through Robert Griffin III's head or Mike Shanahan's head to allow RG3 to go back on the field. He could barely walk, made some passing plays. Unfortunately, didn't work. Washington lost the game. Seattle moved on. Washington's offseason, the glimpse no hope at all. That type of injury that RG3 had would take two years to recover. But instead, what does Washington do? They don't let him sit for a year or two to recover and be healthy. Let him start the next year. He stinks it up. You go to 2014. Stinks it up again. In 2015, 2014, sorry, he's replaced 
by Kirk Cousins as a starting quarterback for Washington football team. I just wanted, I just wanted to quickly summarize that because it's a tragic NFL story. I was rooting for RG3. It goes back to the top, early topic we first talked about on the top of the 30-minute hour here on Down Dude 2020. I think uh, over money. Sports Network. Anything can happen in the NFL. Washington could have been to the NFC Championship game and potentially to the Super Bowl. His rookie year. All that was potentially on the horizon. So close. All those guys on that offense, very fun to watch. Actually, he had a great arm. His legs were – they weren't fast, but they, they were agile. They were quick. Broke a lot of ankles his rookie year. Washington moving forward if they won that game. Like I've won the crowns the NFC East for the next couple of years. Would have been great. Would have been exciting. Kirk Cousins took over. RG3. We acquired by the club. He's from Washington after the 2015-2016 NFL season. Guess who also joined that roster? For the quarterback roster. Brock Osweiler. RG3 wouldn't even last a season. Gets released. And after that, RG3 would no longer be in the NFL for one whole year. One whole year. After the 2016-2017 NFL season, RG3 was out of the NFL for one year. For being top pick in the draft in 2012, rookie of the year, to face out against Legion Boom. In the second round of the playoffs, nearly closely coming back against Legitimate. Because imagine this. Imagine this. This is just hypotheticals at this point. So, again, but this is fun to go through. If RG3 and Washington won that game, the Legitimate Boom probably would have never been truly formed. Imagine what would have happened in Seattle. Ooh, Legitimate Boom wouldn't have lasted. Ooh, who knows? Probably not. Or not probably not as long. Would they have been as dominant the next two to three years if Washington beat Seattle in that playoff game? Probably not. The NFC could have been changed forever. Archer Day Washington beat Seattle in the Legion of Boom. Seattle Legion Boom get exit out of the playoffs. Russell Wilson's rookie year, RG3's rookie year. And another quarterback was in that draft. Andrew Lux, rookie year. Seattle gets sent home packing. That could change the NFC West. That could have changed the NFC. For all we know. In the 2018 offseason, RG3 gets picked up to be the backup for the Baltimore Ravens for rookie quarterback Lamar Jackson. And the next offseason would be signed to a two-year deal again to back up Lamar Jackson. This story is still the most exciting what if, but sad story. Sad reality in the NFL. Nobody could have predicted this happening. Archer 3 now in his early 30s is a free agent. Less than three or four years after winning Rookie of the Year and nearly dethroned the Legion of Boom before they truly came to Legion of Boom. 
is now a free was now in Cleveland. Was tossed around with teams. A backup role with Baltimore. This is why I talk about guys works. I believe it to be true. I know it's true. But to take advantage of each moment on the field with your walk with God and continue to go and share the word and the gospel and the good news. Because tomorrow, we're not promised. These next three seconds that we're doing whatever is not promised. That type, and I'll reiterate that again, that type of injury Robert Griffin III had would have been one that would have been, he would have been out for two seasons to be 100% recovered. So let Kirk Cousins play, bring in a veteran quarterback that Washington could have been back in the playoffs. The Vikings, what would have happened with Minnesota? What would have happened with Dallas? It just changes a lot of things, changes a lot of perspective. And that's where the story breaks my heart. I'm always going to be ruling, rooting for RG3 on or off the field. It's such a tragic story. But the skill set being diminished, not being able to truly recover from that injury, be forced into a backup role for the rest of his career. What was once a promising NFL career turned into one of the saddest NFL stories of all time. Played at Baylor, played with Josh Gordon. That was an exciting team. 2011 Heisman Trophy winner. Folks, I don't know what else to tell you here. This story is just, it still breaks my heart to this day. I do do in whatever endeavors you do on or off the field. I am wishing you the best, honey. You have my support. You have no idea who I am, but you have my support. But without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's go into this morning's final thoughts. In such a great show, it's so much fun. I am not recording episodes on Sunday. This will be uploaded Monday morning. Be scheduled to upload Monday morning at 9 a.m. I love so much doing these episodes six days a week. I love doing this. I don't know how to explain the passion that God's put in me. I can't wait to see what he continues to do. It's exciting. It is so much fun. Thank you so much for the support. He says only six subscribers. Well, folks, you have to start somewhere. Look at PewDiePie and many others. All start somewhere. Again, ladies and gentlemen, like we say, anybody, if anybody needs any prayer requests, we, you can text or call 281-675-5081. Or you can text or call 254-356-6678 or email God over money. Sports Network at gmail.com. No prayer is too embarrassing. We are here for you. We believe in you. God loves you very much. Welcome to that one, D2020 here on the God Over Money Sports Network. Make sure to check out God Over Money Sports Network on your favorite social media account and make sure to subscribe 
and leave and to leave a review whether you like or dislike or completely disagree on Apple Podcasts. Make sure to share with your friends, but again, folks, before we leave or exit this morning's program, I am not responsible for your physical or mental health. Thank you all so much for the support. God bless, and I'll see you soon. knows his stuff uh you know he's not afraid to go at people and no player should have that much control over an organization well that's my check this is not the los angeles lebron how did you get blocked by lebron james on twitter talking about you know wanting to inspire and, and like i'm inspired right now i want to run through a brick wall for you right now i cutthroat it's very you know, up and down roller coaster of emotion. God put me in a position. It's always a good time when I get to get on that dude 2020 show.